the third day of Christmas, naming 90s gave to me three young kids, two prophetic dreams, and a refrigerator day bonus. Well, I sing so fast. Okay. Fantastic. Welcome to Namely 90s. The podcast that takes you back to the time before smartphones, Google, and Y2K. Join your hosts as they relive the pop culture that shaped a generation and the parts that many people wish they could forget. Listen in to the conversation about how the decade defined those who spent their childhood there and how it shaped them as adults. So... Turn down the grunge and dial up the internet. Let's get started. It's time for Namely 90s. That's right. You're listening to Namely 90s. My name's Andrew, and over there is Brandon. That's me. Uh, you can find us online at Namely90s.com or on Twitter and Instagram at Namely90s with a 90s. And you can also watch this show on YouTube uh, at Namely90s.com slash YouTube. Finally, if you'd like to support the show, head on over to patreon.com slash namely 90s with a 90s and join one of our punny support levels. <laughs> Get it? Anyway. But we don't have puns. Well, I mean, weren't they? Okay, 90s themed. Anyway, um, <laughs> this is the third episode of our uh, 12 Days of Christmas specials, second is annual 2021. Right? Yes. And to introduce our guest, let's go to Brandon. I still don't know what we're tossing. I mean, you, because you have you, all the information in front of you now. Because you know the guests and have booked the talent. Yes. Uh, I, well, so if you're watching on the video, I'm just some guy. We have a nice logo of uh, the80sand90s.com or 80s and 90s Uncensored. But to join us today is Jamie Fenderson from the 80s and 90s Uncensored and their brilliant website, the80sand90s.com. Uh, Milo wasn't able to join us due to one being on our time zone and the other one being eight hours ahead. Uh, I assume, um, uh, yeah. Jamie, hi, hi, welcome. Hey, welcome guys. Hey, thanks for having me today. I really Absolutely. appreciate it. Absolutely. Well, have yeah. a good time. We're, we're excited to have you on. Um, we, we tried collabing in the past, but it, I think it fell, fell through. Um, just even just like adulting, sh- yeah, shouting each other out, yeah, boring, right? Yeah. Stuff. No, we want yeah. to go back to our our youth, our uh, the eighties and nineties. Um, yeah, yeah. So that's which, our website, the eighties and nineties dot com, which houses kind of all the stuff we do, including our flagship podcast, the eighties and nineties uncensored, uh, where we take subjects from the eighties and nineties, um, pop culture and history, and uh, it's about the length. Each episode, weekly episodes, about the length of a uh, sitcom, so it's about twenty to thirty minutes, and it's both informative and amusing. Um, and that's kind of what we do. We kind of do what you guys do. We kind of get together and talk about old stuff because uh, new stuff isn't as as as, as interesting to us. I agree. Uh, perfectly digestible amounts. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you guys go a different route than us. Uh, we while where we focus on like a single month out of one of the years. In the 90s, you guys will take a topic and you'll attack it. You have uh, like top five lists. Uh, what else do you do? Um, oh, wait, that's on your website. You have the top five list on your website. Top five. We, we have list of four. We have like case of where we pit people against each other or whatever. Um, we do retrospectives. We have this thing where we spin a wheel 
Mm-hmm. And it oh. gives us the cool. year, then it gives us like the topic, and then it gives us the segment. So it's great when we do like one of them was 1988 fashion and Milo was just suffering. It was <laughs> awesome. He's like, oh, I don't want to do 1988 fashion. I'm like, the wheels told you you had to, bro. Gotta you got to do what you got to do. That's Meanwhile, why. our podcast is me remembering nothing. And I think most people think that we don't like each other very much. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we do. Are they wrong? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, also, you, uh, I, you have like the versus episodes, which I thought was interesting. Uh, Bill and Ted versus Wayne and Garth. Yeah, uh, Transformers versus GoBots. Uh, that's a big one. Uh, a- Andrew, I, I thought you would be interested in this one. Bobcat Goldwaith versus Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> oh yeah, now that's one I had never considered. That's right. I, I like that. That like that's a brilliant matchup there. Yeah, um, and oftentimes we'll take a side. So I'll take the side of one. He'll take the side of another, and we got to kind of debate. Uh, and then we'll throw a poll on Twitter and let Twitter decide um, who who ultimately won the SmackDown. But we're all winners in the end. I, I mean, if you get to talk about the the comedic geniuses, uh, or, or maybe just one comedic genius out of those two, uh, it's. I feel like it's Bobcat was red around. hot back then, but Gilbert's had the longevity, you know? Well, yeah. he was the Affleck duck at one point, or was that in the 2000s? No, he got, yeah. he, he was fired Affleck. from being the Affleck duck because he's also like a raunchy Twitter guy who yeah. got in trouble with the, with the company. <laughs> I, I, I yeah. feel like he got canceled recently too, after being uncanceled. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how that works out. Can you be yeah. uncanceled? But yeah, uh, that's our podcast. And uh, it, it, like you guys know, it's just fun because even though we were around in that age, doing a little bit of research and stuff beforehand, and we 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 can be informative, uh, but we also learn a lot. Um, we learn a lot ourselves. So I've, I've learned a lot doing podcasting with about the 80s and 90s, even though I was around. I probably know more about it now uh, that I've looked back. Oh, I, I agree. I, I worked with someone that's... Uh... I was a Gen Xer and I ended up knowing more about the nineties than he did just because I, I did more research on, on it uh, more recently than him having lived through the decade as a teen. Uh, yep. I was, I was just like, he was like, you know, the nineties movie, the karate kid. I'm like, that was from the eighties. <laughs> I mean, you learn a lot about it and, and you start to understand more about it when you actually research it versus having just a sort of vague, but maybe fond memory or maybe a bad memory, frankly. And yeah, then totally. Sometimes you just have uh, um, songs by Mariah Carey stuck in your head because she's on the Billboard chart every month. Yeah. Uh, now I know what's going to be stuck in my head all night. Thanks a lot, bud. You're so, welcome. Um, when when does the podcast come out? Comes out every Monday. Nice. Um, Good Fridays. Call. We we sometimes we have bonus episodes on Friday, like little tidbits or poll results. Um, we have a secret page that like our magazine subscribers can go to oh. with another podcast called the eighties and nineties, 99, which is all about just the year 1999, oh, but you got to cool. have the secret code. And that's a good reason to sign up for their email magazine. Yeah. Yeah. I write it every month. It's just another way to share the love of the eighties and nineties, just like that- you guys like to do. We just, if I had a life, you know, I, I might go do something else, but I just write, you know, email magazines every month about I mean, the 80s and 90s because that's sounds more like interesting a, to me. Sounds like a good life to me. Well, then uh, there's us. We produce 13 episodes in 13 days. Well, we release 13 episodes in 13 days over the holiday break when everyone else is kicking their feet up and eating turkey. So I'll oh, see you guys. See, you guys are dedicated, though. <laughs> 
because someone's got to be around for the holidays, right? That's why we appreciate uh, having our guests come on and talk about themselves and their podcast for a little while and, and watch random shows with us for absolutely for the holidays. Sometimes I find the show watching a bit painful, but I always feel better for it afterward, even if it was (laughs) terrible. I'm just saying. Uh, Agreed. Agreed. Um, But but before we get into today's excellent series that we picked uh, (laughs) for the episode, uh, do you have any Christmas or holiday memories you want to share with our listeners uh, that you have off the top of your head? 80s and 90s mm-hmm. related? Did, did oh. you get a, a, a magazine oh, yeah. award for Christmas? Well, I, I kind of got one, actually. Yeah. Um, so I actually, well, I'm divorced now, but back in 1999, I, I, was, I proposed to my now ex-wife. Uh, we're still yeah. friends, so it's all good. But I proposed to her in, in Tokyo, Japan over uh kfc dinner on christmas eve yes kfc uh, dinner yep. yeah for those of you that don't know uh the in japan uh the marketing company for kfc or kfc's marketing division has positioned themselves as like the american holiday christmas is celebrated by eating kfc dinner <laughs> it's true kfc is <laughs> huge in japan on christmas eve man yeah it's huge and so when I say that, people look at me like, oh, so you did the fast food proposal thing? That's that's pretty low class, bro. But I was like, wait a minute. I was in Japan, though. Mm-hmm. That's super high class. That's legit because KFC and Christmas Eve go together. Like, that, it's a thing in Japan. You have to reserve that ahead of time. That, that's yeah. very impressive. You, you, you pulled out all the stops. <laughs> yeah. But it sounds weird. Um, and I guess it is. But it's not... If you go to Japan, people would just be like, oh, that's so sweet. When right. I tell people that here, they're like, mm, I'm, I'm half Japanese, very classy, bro. So I, I, I understand a little bit of the culture. You understand? Well, I'm glad that you understand. But that's that's one of my that's one of that's a that's an interesting um, Christmas memory. For that's me. awesome. I love that. I mean, uh, nowadays, if if you propose in a fast food restaurant and you get blasted about it on Twitter, uh, you get a whole bunch of free stuff. Uh, there was a recent article that I was reading about some guy in South Africa uh, was proposed to his fr- uh, his girlfriend in a I want to say it was a McDonald's or possibly an Arby's or something to the, like like that. And some photojournalist took a photo from the outside and was like, "Wow, South African men really can uh, kind of find better place to propose." Like, you know, people people probably. In America, we're like, to you, KFC, really? Um, and then Twitter yeah, kind of had for a backlash. Popeyes. I mean, come on. Uh, Twitter had a backlash <laughs> and he got like uh, their um, honeymoon paid for and a, a car rental. And it was, it was wow. Yeah. One of well, those feel good stories. Man. KFC That's- hooked me up. And that yeah. wedding, that uh, that wedding's gonna be finger licking good. I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and that's why I've removed feel good stories from my Instagram feed. <laughs> uh, speaking of feel good stories, extra crispy, <laughs> extra crispy recipe. Uh, give me a famous ball, please. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Um, shall we? Shall we talk about two guys, a girl, and a pizza place? Let Let's please do that. Um, so two guys, a girl in a pizza place for those of you that don't remember out there was an American television sitcom. Uh, it was 
from 1998 uh, as a midseason replacement, ran for four seasons. It starred Ryan Reynolds, Richard Reculo, and Trailer Howard. Uh, I know Trailer Howard best as like the second assistant on Monk, I think. Um, and then eventually there are recurring characters, which include uh, Suzanne Cryer and Nathan Fillion. Um, yeah. Uh, and I think the title is kind of self explanatory. Uh, eventually it was reduced to just two guys and a girl. Right. Um, and I think it started that way in foreign markets, but, um, yeah, it, I, I stole that off all off of Wikipedia and while I was good. reading like character biographies, all of the characters are terrible people. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the, the, <laughs> it, well, we'll go into that later, but, um, this is a series that for some reason I have extremely positive memories of, Same. but now watching it, I don't really know why, but, um, specifically there is this one thing that I'm looking up. It's on TV tropes.org mm-hmm. where Pete, like he works as a fireman, but he what? also works as a makeup salesman in season three. And huh. one of the lines, and I can't even find a reference to it on the internet. Like I've been looking it up for days and I finally found that it's in season three. Like someone makes a comment that it smells like perfume. And he's like, oh, yeah, we, uh, we work downwind from the uh, Estee Lauder mill. <laughs> and that joke, like it's been years and that joke has stuck with me. And that's like, that joke is all I think of with that show. And it's just, it's, it's a good show. I'm, I mean, it, I, I think that it is. It's, it's certainly entertaining. Um, Jamie, do you, did, did you remember the show when, when you picked it out of the, yeah, the, the, yeah. The show? Well, here's my exposure to the show. So I, I, at the time I was in the Navy, right? Mm-hmm. So I was a seagoing sailor and I loved it when we were in port, but when you're at sea that it life sucks, right? Cause yeah. you're just, you're in your shelf and, and you're boxed up with all these guys and life's not, life's not easy, but we did get like satellite TV like a military mm-hmm. channel that would show stuff from back in the States. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause I was overseas and shipboard. Like I didn't even make it back to the States for like four years. Oh, wow. Um, so when you're at, when you're at sea, you're like, man, life sucks. But then we watch TV and we get the stuff from back from the States. Right. And one of those shows was the, with the two guys, a girl and a Christmas or in a, in a pizza, pizza place. place. And it's, it was kind of comforting because, you know, back in the 90s, you had those kind of shows where you had these attractive, quirky, witty people and they were friends. Um, in, in their mid to late 20s. And- oh, yeah. In, in their 20s. Um, so so it was kind of like a little slice of an idealized home. Like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, that, I could be friends with those two guys. And that girl's cute and quirky. And you know what? I miss hanging out at pizza places back in the States. I would oh, yeah. hang out at pizza places again. Yeah, you remember know? when there were pizza places you went to and they had arcades in the back? Mm-hmm. It was yeah. the best. Yeah. We had the Alfie's yeah. Pizza back on um, where I lived. And it was like there were the back room was an arcade. It was awesome. And you uh, played in the arcade. You know, back where I lived, uh, it was all about the Godfather pizza. Oh, yeah. Uh, that was down by the QFC uh, in Mill Creek that also had an arcade. And a little uh, Western Washington throwback right there. Yeah. All, well, all here the, in Issaquah, we had the round table for a while. Oh, long we time. had a round table, too. Yeah, yeah. And I that, never ate it around. That round table, like, they just closed it down a few years ago, but mm. it, it looked like it, it, it didn't change since, like, 1983. <laughs> for real so in a way for me it was kind of nice like i'd go there i'd be like oh man it's like 1983 in here because it literally did not change 
But my son's like, it's kind of gross in here. What's going on? It's dated. Like, why do you like it so much? It smells weird too. And I'm like, man, this is this is it's like old school. And is. they have the most. Yeah. I mean, the one we went to had mm. the most legit salad bar. The pizza place has always yeah. had good salad. Yeah, bars. they got the best salad bars. Uh, yeah, my, totally. My parents didn't show up for the salad. It's for the the round table. We went to the uh, Pizza Hut and over on one for a second. <laughs> oh no! Uh, well, I'm you guys. Mem- I'm old enough to remember when they had like Miss Pac-Man arcade cocktail tables at the Pizza Huts. Ooh. Yeah, uh, and they think- even had ashtrays on them because you could <laughs> s- smoke back <laughs> in the Pizza Hut. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, I- pizza, smoking cigarettes, playing Pac-Man. There's a there's an arcade bar in Snohomish. I think they had that exact Miss Pac-Man table there. That is too funny. Uh, yeah, um, but it's. That is, oh yeah, like I f- that just unlocked a thing. Like the there was, it was all smoking in there. Like there was smoking and non-smoking, but like half the restaurant was just like a, a chimney stack. Yeah, <laughs> forgot about that until like a, late nineties. I think the night the the nineties it started to kind of that whole smoking indoors thing started to go away. But I remember mm-hmm. even the eighties, like my my mom and grandma were smoking indoors all the time, just like. <laughs> Patty and Thelma, Patty uh, and Thelma just yeah. smoking all the time. And my mom had a little little case for her cigarettes. It's a little leather case. It was kind Ooh. of a fashion accessory. Put lighter and little cigarettes in there. She's fancy. Smoking all the time. And then the, you could smoke have, in the McDonald's. People McDonald's were under the delusion. People were under the delusion that like having a non-smoking section made a <laughs> damn bit of difference. Yeah. Like we're all in the same box. Damn, you're yeah. smoking. Yeah, uh, not everything about the eighties was good, man. Not yeah. everything about the eighties was good. <laughs> but yeah, I remember my parents' my exposure. I was just gonna um, say, I remember to my the, parents would come out from the bar, you know, back in like the early mid nineties, and they'd have these like these like brown kind of matte leather jackets they had to hang up in the garage for like three <laughs> days to air out. It was always my favorite. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, who has a smoking jacket anymore? Like- <laughs> but yeah, People. that was my exposure. Um, this show was one of my comfort, like Navy comfort shows where like you're at sea life sucks, but you kind of have these cool shows to like make you feel like you're hanging out at a pizza place with some cool people back in imagine, the state. That's awesome. Imagine if you were at sea, if you were at sea right now and the only show you could get was the big bang theory. <laughs> just, oh, I'm just saying, I mean, I hate that show like we, horribly, we but do. that would be, ooh. That seems Oof. to be our, our, our recurring Christmas theme this year. We hate the Big Bang Theory. Well, uh, if that's all you got and you're at sea, maybe you just like learn how to read a book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I'll read a book now. I'm done you, just, TV. you would just come off the boat laughing like a maniac nonstop because mm. of the laugh track. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It haunts you in your sleep. Uh, so did you remember this episode specifically then when uh, when going back to watch it or did it, did it come I back to you eventually? I remember this one uh specifically but it's a it's a good episode i like it i feel like Um, halfway through for me something clicked and i was like i do remember seeing this at some point well i i think i remember because um what's the character pete peter pete he he kind of wants to date the the older chick right Mm -hmm. the traffic lady the traffic lady, Helicopter she's kind of older. Yep. And, and and back then when I, cause I was probably about there, I'm probably about their age back then. And you're like, Oh, he's going to get a cougar. He's going to yeah. get himself a, a cougar. And now I think, you know, if I got a cougar now at it, basically it's just me getting with someone my own age. <laughs> 
Isn't you know, that strange? Yeah. It's not a cougar anymore. It's just like dating a, a gal with my own age. So, hey, at least uh, you get a discount at Denny's if you bit, stay with me. Yeah. I mean, if if <laughs> if we're being technical, she might have been a melon camp. Uh, and, you know. Yeah. Sucking on a chili dog. <laughs> <laughs> so the one thing is like I I am with Brandon. Although I have fond memories of this show, I remember literally nothing about the plot, the backstory, any of the characters. Mm-hmm. I was super confused when I like all of a sudden we were just in a hospital. I was like, what, <laughs> what, what is this? I was like, Ryan Reynolds is a doctor and a pizza. I think he's like, technically a med student, but he's wearing a long okay. coat, which is not accurate. Oh, so he met, I thought he was a nurse because I yeah, forgot. I, all thought, about I thought he started like, like I started out. I'm like, he's a nurse. Uh, but yeah, uh, he's he has to be a, a doctor, right? Yeah, I read, he's I was reading through. It's, he's a med student, med student, but oh. med students don't wear long coats. So that is a in inaccuracy. So uh, thank you he, very much. He's doing Bail. his rotations then. Um, yeah, so it opens up on. Uh, what they're, they're all just talking they're like literally they come in and set up the entire episode at, at the beginning um uh what's her name justine no uh the the woman she's yes. she's planning a christmas party right and Sharon, she, if she Sharon, does a good Sharon, job she thinks she's gonna get Sharon, a big bonus Sharon. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah she wants to have a yeah she, she's gonna get a big promotion if she throws a wicked christmas party yep but all of the like all of the normal Christmas entertainment uh, books. All of the little people she wants to hire for elves. Yeah, or when we, when there was, was a little people joke within the first minute, I was like, ah, back. Welcome back to the 90s. Yeah, you yeah. can't do that anymore. It's like You're no done. fat jokes, no homophobia, at least in that first section. But we honed right in on the little people jokes. So that was yep. leprechauns and elves. <laughs> uh, so, so good. Um, I, I did like, the, he was like, let me give you a Christmas present. And they wrote an IOU, a scarf, and then <laughs> gave, gave him the IOU. And then, and then the guy cuts off her little like ball in the end of her hat. Yes. Thing. I owe you an apology. <laughs> well, but once again, it does that thing that all TV shows do, which is like, how is any pizza being made or is anyone being served in this establishment? Yeah. <laughs> it's well, just not the setting, right? Nobody's working. Uh, I was reading through <laughs> Nobody's it. Nobody's doing anything like productive. They're just talking and chatting. <laughs> For some reason, from the title of the show, I assumed one of them owned the pizza place. Me None too. They just the- work there. Yeah, they just work there. The, the guy, <laughs> the owner, like she was in season one and then just disappears for the rest of the series. Uh. Um, like, it's probably a drug front anyway. <laughs> like a money that, laundering that makes operation. Sense, no one's like getting like making pizzas. <laughs> Maybe they're, they're selling marijuana. Oh, <sighs> the Mary Jane. Uh, so uh, the weather lady comes in or the traffic copter lady yeah. comes in uh, for her pizza order. Uh, apparently her personal assistant had uh, quit recently. Uh, so Pete gets the idea to hit on her by becoming her personal assistant for a day and buy Christmas presents for her. Yeah. Personal shopper. (laughs) The thing that they implied throughout this entire episode is that she made like a shit ton of money, but I'm like, I don't think the traffic correspondent makes like a lot of money. (laughs) No, because she lost her personal assistant, but she still has her nanny. Yeah. And like her house is like nineties fancy or her apartment. I don't know. Like I, I, I don't think traffic reporters make that much. <laughs> no. no, like I know uh, you're kind of locally famous, but you're not she, like Angelina Jolie, like 
famous. <laughs> what, like on, maybe, really? maybe was she was she piloting the the helicopter no, as well? No, no, no just no. reporting. Okay. And now you just have Google Maps. Like you don't even need the helicopter anymore. But that was a time where the only way you could know the traffic was by actually seeing it. Like yeah. The traffic copter thing is it's kind of crazy that that was real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, I also, another thing that I was surprised was real was she's like, I'm sorry, I don't have any money or I left my checkbook at home. I'm all, or I'm all out of checks. <laughs> my checkbook. I, was like, yeah, I can't pay the pizza. Cause I left like, my checkbook. At just home. Venmo me. Yeah. <laughs> Like, you know, credit cards existed in the 90s. I guess they probably didn't take them. But like, if you often. only use checks, don't you think you'd know how many checks you had left? Yes. <laughs> well, saying. and then you you definitely are kind of a cougar because that's kind of oh, a yeah. lady thing to do. Is like, yeah. oh, I forgot my checks. They have like, you have like a, like a long cigarette on, you know, on the, uh, the stick. You're like, <laughs> oh, I'm out of checks. Oh, Cruella DeVille <laughs> says she's out of checks. <laughs> uh, uh, but Pete counters with his old, his own older person joke with the hands across America. Uh, uh, like that's so like early ninety or not even early nineties. How this was nineteen ninety nine? I think it came out. Yeah, ninety eight, ninety nine, yeah. ninety yeah, nine. Yeah, like hands across America. How long ago was that? Wasn't that like? I know what it is. Well, yeah, long enough ago I, that I don't even get the reference. Everyone joined hands to make a chain across America. For, yeah, that's one I, of those things that was funny at the time, maybe. But now people are like, "What the hell are they talking about?" Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, 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 it's you hear it like every so often, like a '90s movie or an '80s movie. It's like, "Oh yeah, I did Hands Across America." It's like, <laughs> I don't know what that is. See if Dion Warwick was singing about like kids or something. Who knows? Yeah, man? Exactly. <laughs> um, Save the children. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, Sarah McLaughlin starts playing in the background. Uh, it took place in 1986. Hmm. Uh, where timely joke joined hands <laughs> all little, across America for 15 minutes. Yeah, wow. Um, <clears throat> let's see where else did so he becomes her personal shopper. Um, Sh- Sh- Sharon, I keep screwing that up. Sharon, sure. the girl. Sharon, yeah. Sharon, come is there, uh, suddenly with her Santa hat fixed. I, I assume she just. Constantly puts on a new Santa hat every time uh, Ryan Reynolds cuts Berg cuts the palm off of it. I don't remember her being as annoying as she is. Was she? Like, I found annoying? her. Anno- I found her super annoying. I think they made her annoying in this episode so that when she gets her comeuppance on, You're like, on the, ha, sucker, yeah. <laughs> um, so, you're gonna be the gardener. Yeah, she she determines that she's going to get. Uh, the 12 days of Christmas and bring it to the party, which I feel is a, a, another cliche in Christmas specials where, Oh, we have to get the 12 days of Christmas for the, the party or else it's going to be unsuccessful or that's how I'm going to propose to my wife. Um, it's, 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 you run out of things to do when you're writing Christmas episodes. <laughs> yeah. Hey, at least it wasn't a wonderful life uh, rip off. So we've got That's that true. going for us. Uh, more often than not, it will be a wonderful life uh, <laughs> rip off. Uh, <laughs> so I, I did write at some point and I appreciate it that this is an original story that probably would have worked any time of the year. <laughs> um, well, why this all is going on with, with the traffic lady though. Mm-hmm. Ryan Reynolds is having a problem with that old dude. Remember? Oh, oh yes. That the, grouchy the one, old dude. Like, I want my food. I want my lunch. Nothing touching. I don't want my green beans touching my meatloaf. Mm-hmm. I'm going to call my lawyer. They're going to sue you. It's just being a total old geezer pain in the ass, right? My, my daughter, the lawyer. So that 
that whole joke, that was the only thing that actually made me laugh out loud. Because initially, like the guy, every time he came out, I was like, oh, this guy's so annoying. Like, this is horrible. And then the kid later will come to this, but he's like playing pinball and it, mm. just, it like messes up or something. And then the old guy's like, you think that's bad? You should try the pizza. And I just, <laughs> I laughed out loud at that. I have no idea why. <laughs> yeah. And the only reason he was there is because of like, Ronald, Ronald, he, he was like, hey, I'm, I'm a medical person. I'm not your, I'm not your waiter. Mm-hmm. And then he goes yeah. to the pizza place. He's like, yeah, now you're my waiter. <laughs> like he, he asked around at the hospital. Hey, how can I find this guy outside of work? And they yeah, told him odd. that he works at a pizza place and he stopped him. Uh, yeah. That's kind of, yeah, when you put it that way, it's kind of creepy. I, I mean, yeah. I, I guess, uh, what is it? The medical privacy doesn't work both ways. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, yeah. Yes. So, uh, we find out that, uh, the traffic lady has a 10 year old son. Um, she referred to the nanny as her lover (laughs) when, as a joke. Speaking of that, I thought for the first part of this episode, they were playing to, she thought he was gay. Did anyone else get that vibe? Yeah. Yes. Uh, Especially since that's a very common nineties thing. Yeah. Like he was shopping for her. He was like, Oh and my god, that was the greatest day ever. Fairly yeah. stereotypical, but like I, I was getting like it was going that direction, mm-hmm. and then it made a left turn toward the ten year old kid, and I was like, oh okay, I'm surprised. Actually, I don't think it was a left turn. I was like, either she's married or she has a kid, and and it's all like some giant misunderstanding, right? And, um, then you see the nanny who I thought was her teenage daughter. When Me she too. I saw. I thought daughter. Yep. Yeah, and I was like, "That's creepy." You called her your lover, and then, <laughs> Ooh, boy, yeah. And then the ten-year-old son shows up, um, and then we cut to commercial. No, um, and it it like becomes the next day, and they're in their apartments. I think it's Bert, <laughs> Pete and Berg's apartment. Sharon's there already. Uh, yeah, Berg, they're having like a big brunch or something. They a giant something breakfast. Yeah, like gigantic breakfast. Did like, it? Hey, did it kind of seem like the Seinfeld apartment? Like it did. It, it yeah. yeah. It's a similar layout, for sure. Um, yeah, this takes place in Boston, supposedly, right? I mean, fantastic Boston accents all around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I I thought I thought it was strange that Pete kissed Sharon. Uh, like uh, it was the side of the head, but it was still like. Is that is that something everyone does with their female friends that they've dated briefly? Uh, did no one else catch that? He, he, I did not see that. Yeah, yeah. He, he walks into well, the scene. The intro, he, they're both kissing her. It's kind of like a threesome suggestion. It's a little much. Going on, right? Yeah, it's that's like, fair. Yeah, that's fair. Two guys, a girl oh, in yeah. the back of a pizza place. Uh, <laughs> this isn't what I ordered. They're going to warm up the walk-in for sure. I'm sorry. I forgot my checkbook. Is there another way I can pay? <laughs> <laughs> she's just wearing the Santa hat place. yeah uh anyway uh but yeah was, um for some reason i said ryan reynolds is a canadian treasure he must have made no, a he, joke he is he's good um so let's see she bring the 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 it jumps forward in time that's pizza place uh the helicopter lady brings in her 10 year old son uh, and I was like, so you, you bring your 10 year old son to the man you spent a day with as your personal shopper that you're attracted <laughs> to. That 
okay. And then she calls their what they have a relationship. So I said, uh, calling the one day you spent with a guy you were paying as a personal shopper, <laughs> a relationship. And you had to then, ask if he was off the clock before he tried to kiss her. That's awkward. Um, I'm sorry. And, and then uh, leaving your child with the guy who you were paying for a day to be your personal <laughs> shopper at his pizzeria that he works at, not now, his pizzeria. Nowadays, not happening. Shouldn't be yeah. happening. Uh, well, it shouldn't least, have been happening back then either. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Now we have something called the sex offender registry. So that's, you know, I'll just say, I'll just throw an apple tag on your kid and you'll be fine. Yeah, it's fine. Don't well, worry if, if you're going to do the whole, I got a kid thing, like maybe, maybe two dates yeah, or, or well, a couple dates more. I mean, what, you had two dates and then it's like, Oh, I've, I've got to tell you something. Was it technically two dates since they did the personal yeah, shopping day that dates. she paid him for? And then the evening, the same evening, yeah, uh, at the award ceremony or whatever that she also paid him to join her for. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the guy sounds kind of like a gigolo to me. Oh, right. I'm just saying, he's right, getting paid a lot to hang out with this gal. Were, were, <laughs> yeah. were we missing some subtext? <laughs> that, he's a, uh, yes, he's an escort. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you could have a 10 year old son if you, as long as you keep paying up. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, uh, that'll be extra. Yeah. Yeah. But he, so, he, he doesn't want to do the, he doesn't really think he wants to get in a relationship with her though because he's kind of he kind of afraid of the girl the gal having a kid mm-hmm. yeah I, I just think like the one problem i had is like okay she has a kid she doesn't have aids like let's calm down a little bit it was like I, as, like I, let's just let's just relax a little with the kid as well, a single yeah. as a single never married guy i understand that impulse uh like it's it's the same thing with just like dating someone my age right now because it's still it's like ticking clocks and whatever and it's like i'm i don't want to waste their time i don't want to like form an attachment uh with the child to and then be another father to walk yeah. out on, on his life that is a bit of a problem there is that like pressure but then know? again this is all formulated from watching these shows in the 90s where that is the premise of the episode yeah <laughs> so. i think it's kind of silly actually because i think most people like i got a kid right mm-hmm. and i might date or something whatever but like i, I don't even like you're not even going to meet my kid really until like, if, like we, if, we, if, we, if we get together and we, we have this kind of more long-term relationship. Okay. Let's talk about it. Right. But if I went on like two dates with you in the same day and then <laughs> you're not going to leave your child with them, you're not going to meet my kid. Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a little odd. And you're not going to let them and take your yeah, child setting. Yeah. Uh, well, and not, not I mean, even she's paying them to do everything else. Might as well pay him to be a babysitter, too. He's a full time employee of this super rich <laughs> yeah. traffic reporter. Oh, I love that he didn't even say yes to it. It was Ryan Reynolds uh, Berg character. that was like, yes, you should let your child stay here at the pizza parlor. We should have a whole line of fan fiction where like she forgets to give him a 1099. And she gets a bunch of tax penalties. <laughs> Uh, well uh, you know if you just filled out his w2 when you or w4 uh, (laughs) since you'd be a private contractor Um, oh gosh yeah so they took the kids sledding um and they do the thing where it's like we can't pay to actually go outside and shoot you sledding down a hill so we're gonna just watch you off screen (laughs) yeah those um, two sounds uh, oh look it's a cow <laughs> oh no you he's about to hit the cow, cow. You can hear it. oh look out for that cow so like later when they showed the kid after he ran into the cow uh-huh. I, my mind was going to he's covered in 
in cow poop because I was guessing he went into the back of the cow. But no, he was just like injured. I was like, oh, uh, man. Yeah, I was thinking more like Sonny Bono uh, in trees, not uh, sitcom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, manure. back to the future. He, wipes, to the he future. does this thing. <laughs> yes. You know? Uh, and that kid goes back in time to become Biff Tannen. Like the kid is visibly fine and a medical professional has assessed him. Why are they driving him to like a trauma center? He said bruised ribs and Oh no, they're just healing their own. (laughs) Well, yeah. Well, you you don't have to manipulate traffic probably illegally. Yeah, that's why don't use the helicopter. Also, like yeah, I get it because it's not his kid, but mm. like, there isn't there going to be a medical bill? <laughs> yes. Saying. Well, she could pay for that. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, she yeah, she probably lose her paycheck. job though, because she's up there. She's like, okay, do everything. Listen to the radio. Do everything that I say, but just do the opposite of everything I say. And then she totally like wrecks traffic just to get her kid to the hospital. Uh, but it's not like he he's having an aneurysm or he's got like bleeding to death. He got a couple bruised no. ribs. Like, yeah. come on, lady. I think she you should totally lose her abuse job. Your power. The whole time not? I was thinking she should lose her job. This is this yeah. is an abuse of power. Yeah, and then and then you don't have your personal shopper, your nanny, all this stuff that you have because you just abused your power. You're on and the that, street. Five million dollars a year they're paying to be a traffic reporters. And she she took (laughs) away Sharon's bonus because Sharon followed. uh, I think it was the the backstory was the previous year she had uh, listened to the traffic report and it saved her. uh, Yeah, right. Exactly. Time. And this year she listened to it again with a bunch of birds in her car. Uh, and um, so more fan fiction. Sharon actually comes up with a plot to like destroy the traffic reporter chick and there's this big rivalry it's like 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 a like a like a thriller movie like a made well, for tv thriller movie about it starts these, like that i thought you were gonna say she she uh she attaches the birds to her car and <laughs> lifts the car up towards the, the helicopter no, i'm thinking less fantasy more thriller like, yeah, it's like but then she, thriller. so there it's like a rivalry and then she learns that she's on the lamb from the irs and then they start to work together and then mm. they rob a casino i don't know i'm just <laughs> yeah it's oceans too. <laughs> I uh, think our version of things is far more interesting, gentlemen. We should absolutely. pursue this with due diligence. It, it, I mean, if if I'm writing a spec <laughs> script, that's what I'm writing. Um, so everything gets resolved. The old man uh, apparently was lying about having a daughter and a grandson and yeah. family, mm, um, which. Because well, I thought Ryan Reynolds was going over there, over there to light him up for lying, and he just like goes in and they have a nice pizza together. <laughs> did you well, not that, read? That was the very nice and Christmas. No, I yeah. I wasn't paying attention. I, uh, I didn't expect that. <laughs> that was very nice and Christmassy of him to do that, right? Mm-hmm. I, I, I think Ryan Reynolds. Like I mean, dick. he obviously is Canadian because he he's got a good heart and he's mm. doing something really nice. Because I know I wouldn't do that. I'd be like, he's alone. No shit, he's alone. He's a he's a horrible old man, and you know yeah. what? He deserves to be alone. And I'm gonna I'm gonna send him a pizza, but it's gonna be like um, everything's like, overlapping. Yeah, I'm in this. I don't know. I'm not gonna hang out with that old grouch, but he's a good guy, and I yeah. I appreciate I appreciate that. That's very warm fuzzy action right there. That's very it. warm fuzzy action. Yeah, I mean, it's not like he was the old man in Home Alone where like he looked scary, but was actually a nice guy. The, the old yeah. man was just a giant dick. Yeah. Well, I'd rather you just look scary. Yeah. Right. 
and you know throw salt on the sidewalk and, yeah and yeah i don't have to if worry you're, about if you're, it if you're coming to my restaurant harassing me <laughs> like no yeah uh, why, that's why? weird that, that's just weird though see he's going I, I know it's supposed to be good feelings and stuff but i think this guy's stalking you yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, he, by definition he is yeah like I, I asked where you were and harassing not at the yeah harassment and stalking this guy's dangerous yeah but Ryan and Reynolds do you see when he opened the door he's like what are you doing he's kind of smiling like what are you doing i suppose here? you want to come in oh, oh god <laughs> what no yes what <laughs> dude is creepy uh, i did, I did like the creepy creeps did, me I, out man i did like the initial slam in his face yeah <laughs> just just to reiterate that he's a giant dick um let's see uh so that i think that wraps up all the storylines uh sharon has a freak out at the pigeons that she trapped from her apartment ledge that she put in her car um and then uh post or the the post or the tag the I don't remember oh. what we called those in the nineties. They were during the credits. They would play yeah, a little they, bit of a clip. They, were, they weren't post credit scenes, but they were, um, it's, uh, they bought Sharon a red scarf as an apology for her not getting her bonus. Oh, no. And then, uh, they were at the same sledding place and she's suddenly, uh, the guy let the bulls out into the pasture. And of course she's headed in that direction and runs into, Bulls. So here's my question. Scarf. There's two. There's like an initial oh, and then there's a delay, and there's a second oh. What do we <laughs> theorize the second oh was about? Because I, uh, my mind started going places, and it was it was not good. <laughs> well, did she I just get hit again? The charging bull. Yes. Yeah, maybe. If your mind I, I kind of like your theory about the the you know head and the plug plugging up. Yeah. Oh yeah. oh yeah. So you got maybe that happened first, and then maybe she got rammed, and I don't know by, by another one. I feel like she probably she, would have needed to be like airlifted to the hospital. So you're saying she she got inserted into the poop pile uh, <laughs> of a bull, removed herself, used her red scarf to clean it off, uh, which yeah. enraged the the bull because uh, of the red, and then yeah. then she got charged and hit. By the bowl a second time. I yeah. think that's what happened. That sounded like what happened to me. We, we're fixing the <laughs> scripts. We're, we got this. It's now we know. Now we know. Um, we have the true fact. We have the facts. <laughs> all right. So now the fun of watching Brandon read the outro and try not to say the wrong names at episode numbers. Oh, did I not replace <laughs> it? Okay. Uh, first, why don't we go around and have any, our final thoughts of uh, of the episode? While I fix my own. Um, I think what I told you is it's a sad state of being when the only way to watch a show is on daily motion as a rip from the W E network. Like, I feel like this show deserves to be on a streaming service. When you look at some of the crap that's on streaming, it should be there. That's my opinion. Absolutely. I uh, agree. This is Navy comfort TV for me. Very 90s because they're very hip and young and they 90s always had a cool place to hang out, whether it's a yeah. coffee shop or a record store or a pizza place. Um, so uh, I, I, I want to find a place like that in real life. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, it's uh, not something they do a lot of anymore on TV. There's still a few holdover shows. I feel like that do it, but it's not common. I mean, just like the 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 initial start of the episode was just like 
in medias res and like you should you should already know what's going on between all these characters and yeah. it's like <laughs> you you just popped in on on a random scene and it's like that's so 90s sitcoms oh yeah uh, but yeah i i thought it wasn't great no <laughs> uh, god but no. but it was refreshing to have an original story that wasn't like some weird riff uh like it, it it's it was nice to just have like like I said, you could have pulled out the Christmas elements and had this just been a regular story. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, we don't get that a lot for the Christmas specials that we watch. So it was just it was just a nice break from uh, another another version of uh, um, "It's a Wonderful Life." Oh gosh. Uh, and that is it for this holiday edition of Name We 90s. Tune in tomorrow for the conclusion. Uh, <laughs> no, Andrew was right. Tune in tomorrow uh, for our Christmas Eve episode for the 2021 12 Days of Christmas specials. Thank you so much to Jamie of the 80s and 90s.com, the Thank 80s you. and 90s Uncensored, which is their flagship podcast, for coming on. I'll let our listeners know where to find you, Jamie. Yeah, you can find us at the 80s and 90s.com or on Twitter at the 80s and 90s calm um and those those are the two places we hang out most all right and uh, as always you could find us on twitter and instagram at namely 90s with 90s or find our personal accounts at b and at namely andrew and tell us what you want us to talk about on future episodes if you'd like to support the show please check out our patreon at patreon.com slash namely 90s also with a 90s finally you can also contact us through our website namely 90s.com please subscribe to us on apple podcast stitcher google podcast spotify youtube a pizza place deezer tune in iheart and wherever you get your podcasts from i'm brandon that's andrew thank you one final time to jamie from the 80s and 90s.com um, the thank 80s and 90s uncensored. Me. Oh, thank, yes. thank you. Uh, yes. And we'll catch you all tomorrow for day four of our 12 Days of Christmas specials. Freeze frame.